When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is the law, always on the Lori and Julia show. This is Hour 2, where, of course, you'll find Julia's random thoughts in about 15 minutes. We'll get Hollywood speak towards the end of the hour. And what do we got right now? Let's find out as we rejoin Lori and Julia, already in progress. Oh, thank you for telling us that we're on the air because we're just having this little conversation. It's Thelma's ice cream sandwiches. Thelma, thank you very much. Are the ones that I can't... I eat stock in Thelma's ice cream sandwiches, and I've got new combos for them. If they're listening, I'd be willing to share. Man, they're addictive. Okay, okay. So just a couple things that we posted on our uh, website today. Um, Holly posted, of course, last night Jeopardy paid tribute to Alex Trebek at the beginning of last night's episode because it was the first one that had, of course, he was on it. We have new shows. 20, we have all the way to Christmas Day or Christmas something. Day. Lori, how about when, were you watching um, Kelly and Brian this morning when Kelly said um, uh, RSVP or respects go out to Pat Sajak? Yeah. Oh. By accident? Yeah. Because she's reading something right, about right. Pat Sajak and she's like, oh, um, and you know, it's, you know, we all are, are you know, you know, Feeling the after effects about the sad news about Pat Sajak. Oh, no. And I'm just sitting there like, no, no. not Pat Sajak too. So, yeah, well, both Merv Griffin uh, mm-hmm. shows as we mm-hmm. talked about. Any, anyway, so that if you missed it uh, and just wanted to see it and um, geez, Entertainment Tonight uh, and Access Hollywood had the greatest long, you know, because those entertainment shows, when somebody significant passes away, they always go to their vault. They've got footage. They have footage. We've seen their footage. footage. And, um, but oh, Alex Trebek, I mean, he really did have that mustache for so <laughs> right. long. This is a funny, Rocco, do you still have that thing I gave you yesterday? Uh, that was a, uh, yeah, the fi- it was the football one, right? Yeah. It'll take me a second, but I All can right. find that. Yeah, that was Because you have to, this is. This was one of the things trending yesterday was about um, the people that go on Jeopardy and how smart they are. Yeah. And Holly how, is tried out for Jeopardy. Yes, I She's know. She's made the cut. Yep. How smart they are. And then they get a year after they make the cut. And if you don't get the call back and all this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, is that right? So you could be studying on your potent potables and geography. And your potpourris. <laughs> your potpourris. And um, do you have it, Rocco? Yeah, this one was. So here, uh, yeah, this was like college kids, and they knew nothing about football, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, football, two hundred. Your choice: do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. It's an option play, Ryan. <laughs> 
football 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. oh boy. That's an easy Dallas one. Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Fair catch. Fair catch. Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's Nothing. look at They're the uh, thousand dollars clues, just for the fun of it. <laughs> Nothing. Jimmy? As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl 52, I'm looking at the Ring of Honor with names from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. If you guys ring in and get this one, I will die. <laughs> Who are the purple people? And it showed Carl Heller and Carl And they just sat there like blank. Yeah. Blank. Blank. So it was kind of funny. It's cute. If you get this, I will die. I will die. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's time yeah. for a commercial break. So anyway, but yeah, it was kind of fun just to see some of the interviews and, you know, uh, people won Emmys him. and just like, uh, I don't know. It was just kind of a nice, um, it was like they have really been yakking to him and he's just as always probably a great get for anyone to just talk to because he was just such a nice guy. Yeah. Such a good, uh, he's like so many Canadians. Yeah, Canadians are nice. They, they really, really are, are. Aren't they? They're always, whenever Casey and I go on vacation, we always meet Canadians, I feel like, and they're always yep. super friendly. They are. But without being pesty. You're 100% correct about yeah, that. And not... very comfortable in their naked bodies, as I learned on my honeymoon years ago. Yeah. The Canadians were on the nude side of the resort that Lori booked me at. Yeah, well, that was a pain. I'll never resort, forget. Five -star I didn't resort. know. It <laughs> was grill. Oh, no. I had so no beautiful. idea that there was even nudity at the place. Was it the Grand? Lido. Yeah, Lido and, and Girl. So beautiful place. Lori gets me this amazing deal, and we go down there, and I look out. You know, I'm going in, I go out on my balcony, and right in front of me, Oh, it's hedonism. You were next door to hedonism. But that wasn't what I saw. Right in front of me are naked people playing croquet. Yeah, I know, but they were at the hedonism No, resort. they were at our resort. They oh, were right nude, out my window. There was a nude I was on the side. nude side. That's of, right. That's I was, why I got you such a good deal. Yeah, I was booked on the nude side. <laughs> so I just was like, ah! There's a slight chance you'll see naked Canadians from No, I didn't window. know. I was on a nude side. Yeah. I go to the room, you know, have champagne. No, the Canadians are so naked, are yeah, they? they yeah, they were. Right, Canadian, right, yeah. and I felt like Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, yeah. I felt like yeah. those were the people. Well, nudists are from everywhere. Dude. I know, but I was like, I, I mean, I was literally going out to just check out the lanai and I just screamed because right. there was naked people right out my way. But what are they doing naked? I had no idea. Playing croquet, no. you said. Awkward is being on a. Yeah, that isn't that awkward. Yeah, it was. Oh, I right. didn't even know when I didn't even know when I look out there and I'm like going to go sit out there and read a book or something. Right. And the, ah! <laughs> They all, you gotta come and see that. Look at what Lori did. <laughs> he got on the phone to Lori immediately. Oh no, we're in Jamaica. Yeah, we're we didn't Jamaica. have phones then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a beautiful resort. Beautiful. And the grill is such a pretty beach. Beautiful. And then kayaking and went around the corner and I didn't know hedonism. 
I didn't even know what it was. And that's like naked bacon. Everybody's naked. And so I'm like, what? Where? Lori, she's yeah. got a sense of humor. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I discovered that place because I was like kind of familiarization trip uh, the good of old Jamaica. Fam. A fam trip. And talk about an awkward thing when a group, and there were probably like 10 of us on this trip, mm-hmm. walking into hedonism <laughs> with our clothes on. And carrying our little, mm-hmm. you know, beach bags, you know, that we ostensibly probably were going to take notes or something, sure, pretending sure. like we were sure. working, but just checking off the time so we could. And you walk through the naked resort. Yeah. Oh, yes. And over here is the naked sunbathing. There was human chess. There was volleyball. <laughs> we saw the okay, people what? carrying their squares, their cloth. There's everybody I'm has serious. their own. No like, wonder you like the Queen's Gambit. You were yeah. in human chess back no, in the day. No, they were, yeah. Were they they naked? Had, they, yeah, everybody was naked but us. Wow. And the people that were working there, the person leading us through. But, I mean, we were all real glad that, uh, you know, we just kept our sunglasses on and sure. stared to our hearts <laughs> delayed. <laughs> and we had run. I'd never seen so much. Yeah, and then we <laughs> toured the Grand Lido, right. and then we were staying like a couple doors down. I mean, oh. it was all like our work was oh. over like in a half a day. Sure. And then we had five days to just Pretend. experience uh-huh. the... So we could. I'm know. telling you, Rocco. Back in the day, yeah, travel was so much fun. So much fun. I mean, like if if and you, you guys were worked in the, in the travel industry, right? We did, yeah. and so they. If a new ship came out, come and join yeah. our ship. We if were always getting out, perked come and with do fun it. little things to do. And you never played naked chess. No, no, I never stayed at the heat at hedonism. Never. I haven't ever really been with any. I mean, Casey and I stayed at a resort on Riviera Maya one time. Which I would never stay out in the jungle of Riviera Maya ever, ever again. I can give you better recommendations, and so can your travel mm-hmm. agent. But they have these nice resorts, but you're just stuck at the, in the resort. In the middle of nowhere. Right. In the middle of nowhere. But luckily for us, our brand new resort was right next to a place that's been in, in the Riviera Maya jungle for at least 20 years, some nudist uh, <laughs> resort. So when Casey and I discovered that, every day, <laughs> We go, oh, look at the time. We better walk down. They're playing volleyball now. We get to know all their schedules. <laughs> and then we would just laugh it's, and talk about it. It's the first time I saw things being per, uh, pierced below yeah. the belt. No, it's hmm. very eye-opening. All right, very, look at the time, though. It's okay, time for random, time. So we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so there was this funny thing going around. I don't know if it was BuzzFeed or where I saw it, but it was like, people, take a look at your Zoom backgrounds and change it up. People are sick of looking at your bookcases. People are sick of looking at your plants you don't flower or water. Mm-hmm. You know, just maybe just do a quick redo. Oh, for crying out I loud. Know. Isn't it bad enough that we have to do all these Zoom are, meetings? And when I say we, I don't mean me. I no, mean, I know you, you don't. Do <laughs> but yeah. it's just a I've little... I've seen you on Zoom. Yeah, it's yeah, just a little food for thought. Yeah, I'm just going to put it, it out there. I get it. Little, you mean like if you have a serious real job and yeah, you so want to kind of... Yeah, doing a lot of them. Um, people are sick of your background. Just change it up. I think people... Like changing some, I thought outfit. some people for a while were kind of book bragging behind them. But I think book bragging gets old because it's so it's much hard of a to distraction. Read. Right, it's hard to read Because Andy too. Cohen, like, w- on the clubhouse every night, I try to see what books he has, and mm-hmm. I want to stop the television. I want to go up to put my hands right, on it and, and blow go, it up. Yeah. 
But I've realized they're just his books. Yeah, they're his book and they're Bravo Liberty's yes. books. Because I keep looking so for something the else. The Countess, Bethany, yes. Teresa Judice, yes. and stuff like that. You know who has a beautiful um, in Bookcase. her new house? No, but she, uh, Stephanie. She, I was Stephanie admiring Stephanie Weekly Dish. Yes. I said, oh my God, I love these shelves she had with this colorful. She had some pots, some pots and... You know, she mixed up stuff. the bookshelf with with other accessories, yes, like vases very, and big pops of color, and it was on just a really just like I think it was a black or brown bookcase. Oh, pretty, it, very. And then you've got that darker lighting, you know, softening. I was impressed. Oh, very nice. You know, I'm always impressed with lighting. Lighting is everything, Rocco. <laughs> at our age, yes. lighting is everything. Lighting is everything. Probably all the time. I Not mean, even, so much more as it. I feel no, like but forty like plus. Even when you were, you're a baby and you used to go and you'd get like you get the photos of photographer. Oh, they're always right. fussing with the lighting. Lighting angels. is everything. Guess who's engaged? Nathan Apadokapakapa. Oh, I know who that is. Yep, the guy from Apicola, the skateboard. Oh, the, the skateboard, skateboard guy. guy. Yes. Um. So he got engaged this past Saturday night. To his girlfriend, Estella. They've been together for 14 months. They met at the Potato Factory where he works back home in Idaho. They were in Vegas for the weekend. They spent uh, the night at the Nabu Hotel in I Caesar's- hope he's not blowing his money, well, his newfound money. He slipped money a $22,000 engagement oh, ring. Oh, no. He's blowing his money already. Just that alone, you, you know, this is how a potato factory worker isn't going to have a lot of money for too long. I'm just going to say, for Stella, I like the ring. Well, I know, but that's too much money. Way too much money. Ring. Way too much. Rocco, do you agree? For sure. It's way too much money. I know. But maybe he didn't pay for the ring. Maybe that I maybe it's like the Bachelorette. Right. It's ocean spray. It's a cranberry right. diamond. And maybe <laughs> maybe you know, like uh the right. Neil Lane, although they get a thing, they get the ring back if the if it breaks up. Yeah, I know. It didn't say the name, so oh, we'll just all right, see. then yeah. All right, so I want to ask you guys. So since this um COVID has started, people have been picking up a lot of different types of hobbies. Bradley is a major cook, bakes bread, does things like that. I don't know what other people are doing. Colleen is parenting. Learning French, playing the uh, right. trumpet. Okay, now we're... Actually, <laughs> is that what you're doing? Lori, no. Lori, but I, I'm I sure people it. are doing it. Mandarin. I mean... <laughs> playing Mozart blindfold. People are learning how to be at-home teachers, parents. I mean, yeah, what there's a you, lot of Have you guys done skills? anything new? Not no. one damn thing. Same. But that's because we are still working and yeah. having... But so is everybody else. But, but but we're not working from home. We're coming in here and it's we don't have time to do it. Like when you work from home, I feel like you work more and then you're also at home more to do. I mean, it's like that's the blurry boundary I, for me that would be sick. I would be so sick of for work, <gasps> you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, Rocco, you were home for a long time. I don't know yeah. how you stood it. How was that? You know, it was, I liked it, um, you know, At and it first. was a weird, you know, and you got to remember, I mean, when this thing first happened, you didn't, people were washing their groceries, right, and, you know, I, I mean, you didn't know. Right. So yeah. I was like, oh, we feel safe, let's do this. I got to be honest. You know, we would get grocery, we'd get like stuff delivered and we'd leave it in the garage for a couple of days, you know, oh, just for, like, you know, oh, yeah. you didn't, nobody knew. No, right? I knew you you're know. right. I, and here's what happened. I think people who stayed at home watched more of the news and they got more paranoid because everyone I know who stayed at home became grocery washers, leaving stuff outside super, not, to, that, not that anything is wrong, but you're seeing more. And But because we were coming in here and we weren't like at home seeing, because sometimes, you know, you just have the TV on for company and you can't watch The Young and the Restless all day. Right. Or Netflix all day, so you might oh, have something. I clicked the news early on. I could but I mean, it. that's yeah. where your yeah. people were getting it from. So I think it just kind of made almost like all the anxiety because boom, you're home, and boom, you're re- you know, and it just made everything seem overwhelming. Yes, but the I mean, I remember we went for a lot more walks and stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, there was times where I had to like listen to the radio for to get promos and stuff. So I'd be like, well, why don't I do that while I'm walk taking you. a walk rather than sitting at a desk? But yeah, now that I'm back here, it, it's back to being busy again. But right. do you like it? Are you I like, do, but yeah. it's, you know, it's busy, but I, you know, I'm thankful to be working. You Absolutely. Know? There's right. a lot of people out there that are not. So. And that's a really good reminder. The My Talk app goes with you wherever you go. <laughs> it keeps yeah. your company. It really it does. does. And it works. It works so well. I do like that thing. Okay, so here was is what I'm going to... Well, the, the people have picked up hobbies. Reading yeah. more, we read. Video games. I, yeah, I Playing that. board games, meditation. Chess. Chess has exploded. Do you, know, do you know how to move the guys on a chess I, board? I used to. I do. I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. This Do you? is the second segment in a row that we're talking about chest. Yeah, this, at least people gambit. have their clothes on this And time. not no, to be confused with right. chest. This is the third time, Marco, because we brought up <laughs> right. the Queen's Gambit. Think, all right, we'll because we, we talked about that last long. week. Yes. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, now um, there is every year the Social Security Administration publishes the weird names of the year. And these are... These are names that went to at least five babies, but no more than 10 babies. Okay. Number one, Cinderella. I'd kill my mom. Oh, yeah. Um, Infant Boy. Infant Boy mm-hmm. is the name? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Subaru. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Iceland. Oh. Mama. Oh, no. Baby Mama. The name <laughs> well, is Mama, Daddy, Mom. <laughs> you can always change your name when you grow up and you have like $200 yeah. to go and change it. <laughs> or whatever it comes. I just really would hate to have the name Mama. This is my new baby, Mama. Well, what's its name? Mama. <laughs> it's, was that the first word of Mama. You know Mama. No, what's its name? <laughs> this is baby Mama. No, you're the baby Mama. Right? Yes. That's not baby Mama. Right. Uh, it would exactly. be endless. It would. <laughs> Oh, guess what time it is. It's Neil time. Neil Justin from the Star Tribune is joining us. Hi, Neil. Hi, Neil. Hi, how are you? We are good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. 
nice to hear from you. It really is good to hear from you. What are we going to talk about? There's so much TV. Where do you want to start? What have you seen? What do you love? Well, I just, uh, uh, coming Sunday is the new season of The Crown. Yes. I know uh, people are hungry for. We are. And uh, this period covers uh, the Princess Di, Prince Charles years, and the Margaret Thatcher years. Uh, Jillian Anderson plays Margaret Thatcher, and uh, she almost makes you forget Meryl Streep's role really? that won her an Oscar. She's that yeah, it's good. pretty good. Uh, you know, I think people forget that she's a great actress, mm. and uh, she's really good in this. I mean, it's a lot of whining. You know, royals whining about how tough their lives are. Right. Woe is me. But I know it's a popular series, and I gobbled through all the all the new season in, in a couple of days. So oh, I think you other did. People so you too. liked it. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. I don't think it's as good as Downton Abbey. Uh, but I think it's uh, the thing I like about it. Uh, I know some people just love the whole royal yeah. atmosphere. But I love the way it's sort of... Uh, reintroduces you or introduces you to history. Yes. Uh, moments, whether it's a coal mining strike or mm-hmm. the Falkland Islands, or, you know, Americans, are our understanding of European history is so bad. Uh, so it, it's great to see these stories sort of bubble up. Uh, I had forgotten the whole story about the dude who broke into Buckingham Palace and came into the Queen's bedroom. Uh, and there's a whole episode on that on that incident. It's oh. probably the best episode of the new season. So just these little moments in history that, that come forward beside the, the Charles and Diana marriage yeah, all this, and all a little this, bit so... more on Margaret Thatcher. I mean, right. I, I find that stuff really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, other critics are agreeing with you. Every, uh, the critics that I entertainment weekly and other, they just said it is seeing Olivia Coleman and uh, what's her name? Jillian B. Thatcher and Queen Elizabeth is just a a class acting and really liked the series. And you're right about the whole history thing is great. Then it's mixed with like kind of some soap. Yes. It reminds me of how television can do that. One of my all time favorite series is a series HBO did many years ago called Rome. Oh, I I love that. It's one of my all-time favorites. It only lasted a couple seasons. I think you can get it on the HBO streaming devices. And if you're looking for a deep dive binge um, that people don't normally talk about, I highly recommend it. It does such a great job of incorporating history into this great tale that's right up there with Game of Thrones in Mm -hmm. terms of hooking you in. But it's also based on what really happened and how this great empire crumbled. Um, and a reminder that any empire, no matter how strong they are, can eventually tumble. And I just think it's a, it's a terrific series. And, uh, this is the perfect time to go back and find that. It's I'm strange. Totally yeah. It's strange. I just wrote it down. Casey and I watched that show. I think we watched it when it was on, on real time. Was it on Showtime? Yeah. No, HBO. Oh, it was HBO. HBO. Okay, and we watched it, and of course I loved it for the nudity, and he loved it for the history and how great the story, and he just last night, he goes, why doesn't that guy who did Rome do another series? Well, it was a big, it was the most expensive TV show ever made at the time. It was. Uh, and uh, it, uh, people kind of begged off of that kind of big story oh. afterwards. But then Game of Thrones came along and sort of changed the formula again, so... Uh, yeah, it's interesting how we often go back to the same historic tales, uh, but there's so much world history uh, that could be explored through fictional TV series 
that I think uh, there, there would be an appetite for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is this show The Liberator? I'm kind of seeing that pop up on things. It's going to be on Netflix as a series. Is that a historical? It is. It it's is? based on uh, the, the waning days of World War II in Europe, and it's animated. Um, which doesn't mean it's bright and, and, and fluffy and, and fun. Uh-huh. It's a serious uh, war drama about this regiment that, that uh, spent over a year and a half marching towards Germany. Uh, but the nice thing about it being an animation is you see what the soldiers went through, but it doesn't have the blood and guts mm-hmm. sort of makes you sick to your stomach. Right. Like uh, Saving Private Ryan right. or okay. Band of Brothers does. And so I think I really enjoyed it. And uh, I think it's a great way to introduce maybe younger viewers or yeah. people that are a little bit more sensitive mm-hmm. to the heroics uh, of our veterans. Uh, so I really enjoyed it for that reason. Okay. And I think it, it's a perfect for people that like the old fashioned war pictures where you don't see, you know, stomach innards yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. coming out of, of, of people's uh, guts uh, coming out. It's uh, it's sort of in that old fashioned sort of John Wayne approach telling war stories. Okay, how about we got to ask you about this new, uh, you know, the one with David E. Kelly and yes. Ryan Phillippe, Big Sky. You know I haven't seen it yet. They haven't sent out screeners yet to critics, which, uh, at least not to me, That's not which good. is never a good sign. Oh, dear. Damn it. Midnight uh, Sky. No, I know. We're all excited about this one just based on, uh, I don't know, the fact. I don't know what. I like the one. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not a big David E. Kelly fan. Uh, but I must tell you that The Undoing on HBO, which it's, he wrote. Is good, is isn't good. it? I mean, it's it's just a murder mystery. There's nothing particularly special about it other than you've got a couple of big stars, Nicole Kidman and, and Hugh Grant. But I'm hooked. I am, uh, too. And I like It's a good whodunit. And I think both the stars are really good. Nicholas, uh, Nicole Kidman, again, is this glamorous movie star, right. you know, playing a psychotic like Climb it down a little bit, honey. Right. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you want to see movie stars playing ordinary people, and Hugh Grant is terrific in it. Oh, is he um, ever. So I was surprised because I usually find David E. Kelly's stuff a little maudlin. I'm not a huge fan, okay. but but this one I liked. Are you liking this season of Fargo with Chris Rock? I am. I... You know, every season has a different tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is certainly uh, not up there with the first two, but it's still good. I think Chris Rock is miscast. Oh, really? Um, I think he's so good. I haven't. I haven't the guy weighs sixty pounds, soaking wet. I mean, I What's don't buy do him as a tough guy gangster. What's that gonna yeah, do? I don't buy him. Oh, you don't buy him. Well, look at how small Al Pacino was in The Godfather. He wasn't that big of a guy. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, uh, but, thank you. Uh, and most Italians are little people. Yeah, <laughs> just my yeah. Chris Rock is playing I'm a glad little you Italian. Said that and not me. I, did. Uh, I am Italian, so I say it. I don't know. I guess I like Loy. I guess I, I just, I've bonded with his character. I think it's, it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like it. Uh, you're talking about one of the great serial TV shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not as compelled as, as I was by some past seasons, mm-hmm. but I still recommend it. We're not uh, done. And I guess I'm a little bit bitter that it's got very little to do with Minnesota this year. Yep. Well, Fargo. but Fargo was just called in. Depending on where you are, remember the little Machiavellian chess pieces, there we go again, Rocco, are being still laid out. That's what Noah does. He is yeah. kind of sneaky yeah. that way, how he lays out the story. 
And we'll see where it goes. And speaking of chess, uh, another uh, series that I really recommend is The Queen's Gambit oh. on Netflix right now. We all watched it. We watched it like we binged it. We couldn't stop watching yeah. it. That was I'm so I'm so good. glad people are getting hooked on that show. I thought it might slip under the radar because it's about a girl playing chess. Right. And I thought, well, people aren't going to check this out. But it's gotten great word of mouth. It's really compelling. Um, and I, I wrote a column about this, how often – Shockingly, chess um, is a good setting for drama. There's been so many good movies about that game. And uh, even if you don't understand the game, there's just something about it. Yeah, And the right. characters that play chess, they're all weirdos. <sighs> and so is this girl. Uh, but it's shot in such a way that when they're away from the, the, the chessboard, there's a lot of terrific music and mm-hmm. long tracking shots. She likes to booze it up. I mean... Uh, it, it's it's just a good, fun story, and, and you really root for her. Yeah, no it's kidding. It's a lot of fun. I like you, it. Go I, ahead, Jules. I want to know about this show, Industry, Yeah, that you talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a workplace drama, um, people willing to kill each other to move ahead. <laughs> I think people who like Succession will really like it. Okay, okay I love um, Succession. What a terrible uh, so- title for a television show. Yeah, it's pretty misleading uh, because it's about the financial world, the financial business. Mm -hmm. But again, it's survival of the fittest uh, kind of series. Who's going to eat who for lunch to move ahead? Um, Surprisingly, Lena Dunham, best known for girls, directed the first episode. It's not what you would expect her to do, but it just shows what a talent she is. Um, And uh, I found it. I've seen the I've seen two or three episodes and and. I liked it. Um, okay. You know, we've seen a lot of stuff set in the financial world. It looked dumb but to me. This has right, done fine. pretty well, All and right. I think people who like that kind of drama will 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 enjoy this one. Did you get a chance? Have you seen Kate Mara on a teacher, which is on Hulu about you know a teacher having sex with a student, which of course you know that piqued my interest. <laughs> wow. I know. Uh, no, I you wasn't know. as compelled to, to watch that as you were, uh, Lori, but no, I'm, I'm glad that you yet. enjoyed that. I haven't act. seen it yet. Yeah, no, I have not watched that one yet. Okay, you don't know anything about it. I don't know. I was just, I've seen, they're pushing it hard yeah, on they are. Uh, FX, so I think I must have seen the ads during Fargo or something. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of good. I like her. Yeah, again, this is such a rich time for TV. Uh, there's so much good stuff out there. Uh there's a terrific documentary on Showtime starting Sunday on the Reagans, which I found really fascinating. It's not a cheerleading movie for mm-hmm. them at all. It's a pretty negative portrayal, which is kind of interesting because we're now in an era where that couple in that era has been romanticized right. so much. Um, but this isn't romantic at all. Even their son, Ron Reagan, is pretty harsh on his mom and dad. So. It's hmm. a kind of a different look at the Reagans and maybe what this generation is, is used to hearing. Okay. Hmm. How about mm-hmm. on HBO? Have you watched this uh, comedy, this uh, how-to with John Wilson? I've watched a little bit. I mean, it, it's pretty offbeat. Is it, it? it? takes a particular uh, uh, sort of sense of humor to enjoy it, but All right. uh, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Is this a guy show, would you say? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It just I think seemed... it's very dry. Okay. Guy. Yeah. Like dry comedy, that's right? What, 
We just take it to a dry if, show. If, well, when you, you say like it's dry, work, there's no nudity. Yeah, well, I know. I yeah. know. Jeez, I, I do know. like it, a little nudity. Are there any nudity. good hot, hot, sexy shows on? Hot, sexy well, shows. Well, flight attendants going to be se- there's going to be sexy. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that'll be good, sexy fun. I'm a huge Kaylee Cuoco fan, mm-hmm. and it's got a great cast. We I'm, read I'm the book, Neil, and the book is terrific. That oh, it's is based it? on, yeah, mm-hmm. Chris Bohalian. It's really, it only came out two years ago, so Callie got it to the screen really fast. Yeah, she scooped it up right away, and uh, she's a smart cookie. Um, I like what she's done with her career. She, I think, was in many ways the most important ingredient in the Big Bang Theory and uh, is a great comic actress. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm really looking forward to that. All right, well, Very Neil, cool. we uh, are not going to, we we always miss talking to you, and we should talk to you sooner, because we you always, always have good stuff to say. Always available for you, too. All right, well. Thank, you're doing well. Thank you, We Neil. know how to find you, and people can read you in the Star Tribune, uh, or, of course, uh, you can also follow Neil on Twitter. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? Hollywood speak, Julia. So, um, the new Mets owner oh, gave an interview yes. oh. <laughs> at his introductory it's not press conference. J-Lo or an A-Rod. It happened today. His name is Steve Cohen. Yes. He's very, very rich. I can't remember what he did, but. Uh, Hedge fund guy, I think. Yeah, yeah. is that what he is? Okay, and thanks, very Charco. dirty. I mean, like, he's had dirt crime around okay. this guy. Mm hmm. He was asked uh, about uh, the other bidders, and he said, who are the other bidders? I don't remember. Oh, I love that. It's like it's like <laughs> what Mariah Carey said when asked about J-Lo, and funny that this is asked about J-Lo. I, I don't, don't know, know her. her. I don't remember yep. who the other bidders yep. are. Apparently, uh, Alex Rodriguez was fuming because he knows that more than anything, the reason he doesn't own the Mets is they can't let a disgraced cheater be a baseball owner. And in the world of upper billionaire baseball-owning people, there's a code and apparently... But this guy's pretty dirty. I'm just saying, but he didn't cheat at baseball. Yeah. He cheated at money and other things. They draw a distinction, <laughs> Julia. There's a distinct line. No, I mean, they do. That's That was it. The code was, you know, okay, you, maybe you're... Kind of crooked. Maybe you're a whole lot of the way crooked, but oh, you're never going to get in the baseball hall more of money. fame. Yeah, more money. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and he was a cheater. So I think they could have. I think that they were like almost matching it, but it was they were. We got to get back to you so they could raise more money. Whereas Steve go. Cohen could just say so write you a check. And then, uh, then the reporter said, "Well, have you heard from Jay Rod?" Did the reporter say this after he said, I don't know who you're talking about. I love this. And Steve Cohen said, I certainly wish them well. Okay. So he's got it all done. Uh-huh. Shade High Road. Yep, perfect. Shade High Road. Really good. Okay, Chris Jenner wishes uh, her boyfriend, Corey Gamble, a happy birthday. I love you, babe. Thank you for being my therapist and confidant. Okay, now that is really... Do you want to send your lover that? Who's 40 and you're 65. 65. Thanks for being my therapist and confidant (laughs) instead of my sexy hot thing. Which well, she be... might have said that too, but I mean, have you ever in a million years referred to your lover or your 
You per- you're as a, romantic- therapist? As a therapist? No. Rocco? Uh, no. It's odd. It's very odd. Maybe it's not odd, though, when you've got a 25-year age difference and you've got six kids and he doesn't have any. Maybe he does act as a therapist. Because she runs everything by him. And I don't, I don't know. That's just an odd... Odd description. Odd. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Khloe Kardashian in a new clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which dropped today. Guess what's going to be a storyline? Here's Her getting the clip. back together with Tristan. Here's the clip. It begins with Chloe sitting on her luxurious bed, FaceTiming with her best friend Malika. And they're talking about co-parenting with the exes. And she says this. Um, his energy is different. And he's becoming more affectionate. But I feel great pressure. Okay. All right. So she's <laughs> talking about Tristan Thompson, right. the father of their daughter. The great pressure is from Kim. The or great Chris. pressure. No, the great pressure is from other people getting back together with this guy that we already know has cheated on her twice. Yeah. That's the pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back together with someone who left his girlfriend who was eight months pregnant to get together with me. But he first and then he- did he went with Larsa Pippen. Yep. And then he went to Chloe. Yeah, it's just not. Okay. Yeah. I feel pressured because I'm making a decision that people would say might be risky for the based TV on show. The facts. Yeah. And the TV yep. show. Okay, got it. Right? Yep. It, yep. it gives her a storyline. It does. Chloe. Chloe. Okay. Uh, Keith Richards, uh, he recently sat down. Did you read this interview, Rocco and GQ? I did not, no. Oh, well, you might want to look it up. Okay. He wanted to, he's promoting the reissued box set of Live at the Hollywood Palladium, his 1988 show with his other band, The Expensive Winos. Okay. Oh, I love it. Okay, that was his okay. uh, side band that he's had. So he talked about music and his day to day life. And I'll just—he's living in Connecticut. He's seventy-six. His wife Patty Hansen is a young, you know, sixty-five, and their two dogs, Sugar and Honey. And I love the, how you say she's a young sixty-five because he's seventy-six, but mm-hmm. she's just a young yeah. sixty-five. And GQ asked him what his pandemic style was, is, and he says. He calls them comfies, very, very baggy, soft things, and some ugly boots. That's funny. <laughs> Uggies, some ugly boots, you know those uggies. Yeah, Uggs. and they go, oh, Uggs, yeah, and he goes, yeah, the peasant-looking boots. That's what <laughs> I wear. Peasant. He like strips it down to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love that he doesn't know, and you know, Patty bought him for him, and of course, you know, but They're I don't comfy. think. I think um, I don't think your Mick... feet would get hot in those, Lori. Oh, <laughs> I never wanted them. I thought, who wants that much fur all the way up their foot? I got a pair, didn't I? I think I, so, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. They, I never bought into those. Uh, I don't like how flat they are. Well, I got when they have a little heel. Mine have a little yeah. heel. Mine have a wedge. Anyway, they had the nerve to ask him how satisfying is it to still be here. At 75 years old? 76. That, uh-huh. well, be, well, because of who he is. Yes. And After all your drugs and everything you've done, how proud are you that you're still alive? Well, he said, I don't even know, quite honestly, how old I am. It goes on and on, which, I mean, that is a great tagline for life. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't know how old I am. I don't know how, quite honestly, how, I don't know how, what my number is. 
Life has just been going on for six. I mean, that is a great tagline for life. Mm-hmm. And then he just said, you know, I'll croak when I croak and everybody will know. There you go. He's I'm all for comfy pants. I actually stocked up last night. Okay. And I bought some gray sweats, Lori. Okay. So, gray sweat so you got a different pair because the first the pair first, you ordered yeah. were wrong. I decided yeah. to go get them in person. Right. Make sure they fit good. But when so. you came back to work and you had to put on your hard pants, Rocco, were they tight? Of course they were. Yeah, you know. Because yeah. yeah. you were at home for three Correct. months. Correct. Drinking didn't... and eating ice cream. Right, at any oh. time of the day. I mean, at work. I had ice cream for breakfast today. Yeah, mm. there you go. <laughs> Bragger. I am. I can't help myself. <laughs> I can't have it in the house. Uh, Queen Elizabeth once threw a pair of shoes, tennis racket, and at Prince Philip in the spat caught on camera and also nearly ended their marriage 63 times over his unrepentant bachelor lifestyle. 63. So I hope we get some of that in the crown. Well, we already have. Right, but I want yes. more. If there's more, there's more there. The rumor is he might have had a mistress into his 90s. Julia. Men are saying cheers. <laughs> Women are saying cheers.